This podcast is meant for general health information and is not meant to override any medical advice. All questions will be screened and not contain any personal information. If you want a private consultation, contact us via positivechoice.org or you can contact your provider directly. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome to the Positive Choice Wellness Podcast. My name is Melanie. I'm an exercise physiologist and nutritionist. And my name is Kimberly, and I'm a registered dietitian. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> I don't know. I just like to say woohoo after that. I don't know why. Woohoo! Uh, yeah. <laughs> woo-hoo. It's a good transition. <laughs> I have a question for you. This is like unrelated to our topic today, but okay. I remember I was writing a newsletter, and do you go by RD or RDN? Oh, I go by RD, but okay. I but I don't even RDN, know what the N stands for. It's nutritionist. <laughs> so it's either registered dietitian or registered dietitian nutritionist. Oh, and okay. At the time when they first developed those that they like came out with that new acronym, uh from it was my understanding that you could choose. So there's some people who just go by RD, some who go by RDN. Um, but they still yeah. have like the RD credential, which is, you know, Okay. Is there is there like a significant difference between the two or no? I don't okay. even think that there is one. Okay, because I remember yeah. I was writing a newsletter and I was putting people's um, credentials on there, and I think one of our dietitians was on it, and she was like, "No, put me as an RGN," yeah. and I was like, "A what?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. know why I just huh? randomly thought of that. I was like, I just want to know. Like, I just want to know this stuff. Totally. Um, Okay, totally. Cool. Well, now I understand no, yeah. RDs versus RDNs, and now everyone yeah, else it's on the exactly podcast the same. does too. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo! Woohoo! That's awesome. So okay. Well, now back to what we're gonna talk about, not your yes. credentials, which is they're still great. Uh, but appreciate that. <laughs> I figure we are around this time getting to the point where, um, you know, we just had a New Year celebration not too long ago, a few months ago, and I was. You know, we're sometime in March now, and I was wondering, like, hey, who's still sticking to the guns and doing what they're supposed to do? Yeah. And uh, did your resolution stick? And did you even set a resolution? I don't know. Some people may not do that anymore. Like, I don't want to. Uh, but true. I figure that was such an appropriate thing to start with because really the main theme is going to be motivation. Uh, hmm. We talk about resolutions because that's like prime. Like when the new year starts, I'll be motivated to change my life. And you don't. So <laughs> true. So, like some people do, but I would say a good chunk of people probably don't. And right, right. that's why I wanted to revisit it. Cause we're around that time where I think people start falling off the bandwagon. Like that motivation you maybe had a few months ago is kind of petering out, or maybe you never mm-hmm. even got motivation in the first place. Right. So yeah, I figured that'd be a good place to kind of get started. Yeah, I agree. I think motivation is, uh, yeah, I think it's a big one, especially because we, um, I don't know from my experience anyway, and and folks that I've worked with, we wait for it, right? Like we sit around, wait for the motivation to hit us and then we'll do the thing, you know, it works, right? Yeah. You just wait around, motivation just comes to you. Right. And it's permanent. (laughs) It stays forever. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's not not how that works. Um, No, if only, if only we'd all be like, you know, running ultra marathons or like something, you know, if if we all were motivated all the time. Oh, I know. And that, I I think that's such an important point. Cause yeah, I think the biggest thing with people when the new year starts and they're like, I want to set a motivation or a, sorry, not motivation, a, new year's resolution to be healthier Mm -hmm. um and they they 
think that because they said it, it's just going to like, all right, let's do it. And maybe they take some first steps. Like maybe their first step is, uh, okay, well, I'm going to take a first step into this and I'm going to get a gym membership. Mm -hmm. That's not going to help with your motivation if you don't go. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is true. <laughs> signing up doesn't magically solve any problems. It just adds more financial stress if you're not using it, right? So, yep. Yep. Exactly. So, that's something uh, I kind of want to start somewhere. I think it's really interesting. I talk about it very seldom because it's a little advanced, but I think it's an interesting point to focus on um, in regards to motivation and in regards to where you're at on that chain. And this is something I want to ask you if you've heard of. And, mm -hmm. uh, and it was funny because I did a training on Friday this last week and it was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I learned about that in grad school. Um, Ooh. But it's called the Trans Theoretical Model of Change. Have you heard of that? I have. I learned about that in grad school too. <laughs> Woohoo! We all took that yes. public health course. Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah. So the Trans Theoretical Model of Change or otherwise abbreviated as the model of change because trans theoretical <laughs> is a very long word. So yes. the model <laughs> of change or the change model and what is it? Five or six stages. Hmm. So the first stage is pre-contemplation. The second stage is contemplation. Third stage is preparation. The fourth stage is action. And the fifth stage is maintenance. And the potential sixth stage is relapse. Mm -hmm. If that exists. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, so right. it can go, you know, you have options there. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is because when we talk about the model of change, you can fall mm -hmm. anywhere within those five and or well, let's say five stages for the sake of this conversation, anywhere on those five stages. So pre-contemplation, contemplation, preparation, action, and maintenance. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to motivation, right, that ties very strongly in with the first three slash four stages. Yes. Yes, absolutely. It actually ties in with all of them, but it's more prevalent in the first few because those are the hardest ones. Yeah. So like pre-contemplation, do you, do you remember the definition for that one? Like what that is? Oh my gosh. So vague. Isn't that like dig, you dig, 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 dig. I know years <laughs> and years backwards. Um, isn't that when someone like is thinking about in the future, making a change, but they're not necessarily ready to actually take steps to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, okay. you have like, I had to the training. So I'm like a refresher, uh, but it's like, <laughs> yes. you have a total awareness of what you want to do. But you're right. going to, it's not on your radar to make any efforts to do anything about it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're like, I know I have this issue, but I'm not going to do anything. It's like, I know I need to eat healthier, but eh, not going to try. Right. Not right now. So <laughs> you're aware of it, but you don't necessarily do anything about it. Right. And then that leads us to the next step, which is very much an advancement of this, which is contemplation. So there's no more pre in front of that, mm -hmm. which pre-contemplation is, or sorry, contemplation is... That would be, <laughs> I think you would find be, all of this. <laughs> I know, right? Yay. Um, good, my grad school teachers would be like, <laughs> so proud. Kimberly. Um, <laughs> but contemplation, you're still thinking about changing the habit, but now like more seriously, right? Like it's mm -hmm. no longer like a, that's not going to happen. It's not for me. It's like a, you're really considering it. Yeah. Step. You're like, I need to do this. This needs to happen. I want to do this. This needs to happen. But right. You still haven't done anything yet, right? But at least, yes. But at least it's like in that realm of like it's on the table now. I know it's something that needs to happen, so it's gonna happen. Exactly. That's why exactly. motivation's a really big part of this because to get you from pre-contemplation to contemplation to preparation, right? 
that's the process, right? Because then there's mm-hmm. preparation, which is even more advanced, which is, mm-hmm. which is, which <laughs> making is making the, like actually making the plans to prepare to make the change, right? Or like the steps you're coming up with, like what you're yeah. going to do, what the action will be. It could even be the signing up for the gym. Like you don't right. go, but you signed up, right? That was, that's, yes. pre- that's preparation. Like you're doing the things you need to do to get ready to make changes, but you haven't made any changes yet. There's actually three whole stages mm. where you don't make any change. <laughs> yes. You're just preparing for yeah. it. And th- th- that's why I think of these new year's resolutions. The first thing I think of is the preparation stage. Cause that's where people jump to immediately. They might go from pre-contemplation. They just skip over to preparation. They don't even go contemplation. Like, Nope, I'm just going to fix mm-hmm. it now. And they start preparing with no game plan, yeah. uh, hoping that the motivation will come to them on a whim. And they go, Oh my gosh, I'm ready to like beat people up at the gym. Let's do it. Uh, right. don't actually beat people up though. And <laughs> no, <laughs> and that's the hardest part to get from preparation to action. Yes. So you're preparing to make changes, but you haven't done anything yet. How do you start making those changes? And that's Mm. where we're going to start our conversation about this, because those stages of change apply to any scenario, whether it's health or wellness related or, you know, what have you. It's changing something, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we go about getting more motivation? Motivation is a sticky one, you know? Um, when you get into these conversations with patients and patients are very clearly waiting for motivation to hit them, you know, mm-hmm. what is some of your go-to advice? Like what's some of your, you know, cause I, I, I generally say, um, I start with, uh, this quote actually that I really like from, uh, get his name, Jim Ryan. R-Y-U-N. And he says, motivation is what gets you started. Habits is what keeps you going. Mm. So the reason why I like that is because there are going to be times where you are motivated to make a change, right? And you have to like ride the wave, take advantage of that feeling. Mm -hmm. But when it goes away, that's when the habits that you set up when you're motivated need to kick in. Mm -hmm. But as far as like uh, getting started, I think the biggest step is you have to get started first and then motivation will come like that. So that's generally what I say, but what's some of your advice for getting the motivation to, I mean, almost, almost verbatim say motivation, motivation follows action. Like that's good. Motivation doesn't start first. You have to start doing something first for motivation to follow suit. Um, It, it it goes without saying there's so many ways to approach it, but you have to start first. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's the hardest part because people are waiting for that motivation to start, but they don't realize you actually just have to start doing it. You can't just wait for motivation to come and rear its head and going, all right, let's go. It's not, it's not going to do that. Most likely. Yeah. Like I would say nine times out of 10 motivation isn't going to just pop up and go, all right, let's do it. Like, no, you're going to go, well, that's hard. I'll just sit on the couch and watch TV. right right exactly exactly and I think um one of our colleagues Annalise she said it really well to me one time she was saying that that first step or really any kind of like you know implementing a new habit Mm -hmm. it costs something and that's why it's so hard is it costs your time your energy your effort 
mm-hmm. whatever. And that's why that first step is usually we're, we're waiting for that motivation to hit because of, because of the cost. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but taking that first step is so huge. And then exactly like you said, motivation follows the action. Yeah. I kind of Definitely. like, I always have this metaphor for it that I use. I like to say like you have motivation mountain and motivation ravine. Right. And I've, I've used Ooh. this a lot. I love talking yeah. about it. Cause I like, I like to use visuals when I describe stuff for some odd reason, like whatever. Love that. It helps. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or I guess it's more of an analogy, but um, so what I refer to as motivation mountain is like, you can climb up the mountain and that's building your motivation. You can get to the top and you're at peak motivation. You're like, I'm at the peak of this mountain. I have all the motivation I can take on the world. And you're mm-hmm. just ready. And sometimes you might wake up and you are there. Like some, you crawled up there in your sleep somehow. And you're like, I made it. Ah, I'm on top of Everest. <laughs> and good job. Like, that's fantastic. I'm glad you woke up that way. Not everyone does. Um, a lot of times mm-hmm. you're at the base of the mountain looking up going, well, that sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to get up there. Um, yes. And sometimes you're on the top of the mountain and then you step weird and you fall down the mountain. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh like. Gosh. There's so many ways we can approach this. And then yeah. what I like to call motivation ravine is that little ravine at the base of the mountain that you fall into and then you're stuck. And that's where I think a lot of us get stuck is motivation ravine. You're not at the base of the mountain because like, the base of the mountain means you're not in a pit of despair and sadness. You're like, I, I, can, I, I can figure this out. When you're in mm-hmm. that ravine, I can say it quite in the literal. If you're stuck in a ravine, that's a big old hole in the ground, right? Mm-hmm. You're stuck in a big old mm-hmm. hole in the ground. You're looking around you. There's at least... 10 feet of dirt above you. And you're like, how am I supposed to get out of this thing? I am literally stuck down here. What do I do? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're stuck down there in an actual ravine, what do you do if you're stuck in an actual ravine? You just sit there and go, well, I guess this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, what a good like a uh, camping question. Right? I feel like I would, I would dig some sort of ladder into the wall, but I feel like that's not effective. Well, what's I mean, the actual answer let's say that i mean you know this maybe this is a root a rock a ledge like you know this, it's not a Ooh. hole's not perfectly smooth so you're gonna have yeah, some bumps true. and ledges to try to maneuver on and so mm-hmm. you use your best effort and you're like all right well i'm stuck down here but i see there's a branch and like obviously i'm screaming for help like obviously that's an implied thing mm-hmm. but you're like i'm gonna grab that branch oh there's a rock here i can put my foot on that rock and kind of like jimmy your way up slowly but surely digging yourself out of this ravine because mm-hmm. If you're thinking about this in terms of motivation and you're trapped mm-hmm. at this low motivation point, you're probably feeling like I'm just doomed. I'm stuck down here, right? I don't have any motivation. But these little tiny steps that progress you forward, we talk about this a lot in this podcast, but these tiny movements, these tiny behaviors that you start to do mm-hmm. that are easy to do are still inching you forward in the same sense of being stuck in an actual ravine. Those Mm -hmm. tiny things you're grabbing onto are helping you progress upward in a tiny motion slowly, but surely. Right. The same applies. You have to kind of crawl your way up and thankfully going up the mountain is a lot easier than getting out of a ravine. So (laughs) like motivation ravine, you're pretty low motivation. You might even be in the pre-contemplation phase of your change model at that point. And so contemplation could be a part of that. Okay. I got to get out of this ravine. And then preparation Mm -hmm. is like, okay, I'm going to scope out what's around me to help me crawl out of this. And then the action step is, all right, I'm just going to try. I'm just going to do it. And the thing Mm -hmm. is, if you think about crawling out of a hole, do you, if you get to the point where your eyes are sticking over the top of the hole, do you go, well, 
I'm screwed. I'm stuck. I'm not getting out of here. This is done. I'm done. Like, oh, what gee, I, I hope not. Yeah. yeah you're that far. You're so right. Far. You can, you can see the close. light. Exactly. Yeah. And do you give up? No. No. Because you have motivation. Like, well, I got this far. I can keep going. Exactly. Yeah. The the hardest parts behind me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I, I like to use that analogy a lot because I feel like it's really reflective of how we are in real life and you know, it mm. when we aren't motivated, you feel like you are stuck in like this ravine, this pit of like, I'm stuck. What do I do? Yes, right? Yes, absolutely. That's a really, really good way to describe it and kind of give a visual behind the effort that mm-hmm. goes into getting out of a ravine if you're stuck in one. You know it's, what I mean? It's not an easy pro- – I never said it was easy. Like you're not no. Superman jumping out like, ha-ha, I'm free. <laughs> but like, bam no, Yeah. <laughs> totally. No, it's a lot of effort and a lot of work. And yeah. That's where I think it's it's important to recognize that when we try to make changes in the real world and in our behaviors and what we're trying to do on our end, it's the same as that ravine. You know, it's not going to be an easy way to crawl out. It's going to be hard. You're going to you're going to come into some pitfalls. You might slip a couple of times. You might slide back down and have to start over, you know, and recognizing that it's a process is part of this is going, okay. it's going to be some effort. Yes. Yes. I love that, that the process is not like linear, right. Or Mm -hmm. like super smooth or whatever, like any part of a health journey isn't weight loss. Isn't like a beautiful slide downward, Mm -mm. right. We hit bumps along the way. Um, motivation, changing habits, same exact thing. It's not going to be like, uh, one day I decided to start drinking more water and the next day I did it for the rest of my life. Like there's going to be, (laughs) wouldn't that be great? (laughs) The difficult steps. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If only. (laughs) So yeah, that's good. when we get, so then when we get to this point now, so we want to start making these changes. We want to start building our motivation up. We have to start doing it. We have to start doing something right. And it's not just signing up for the gym. You gotta right. go. <laughs> so yeah. if you're at this point in the year where you're sitting there thinking, man, where did that like motivation I had at the beginning of the year ago, or maybe you're like, you know, I, I get people in my healthy balance class a lot, actually, who sign up for healthy balance. They start attending healthy balance, but they're not doing any of the other things they need to be doing. And they're just hoping they're going to wake up one morning and be like, I'm ready. Right. Right. So what could we tell someone to start making, like, what could we tell someone to start making these changes? Like, what do they need to do? Cause obviously if you're trying to eat healthy, move more, drink all the water, sleep enough and all the millions of things we ask you to do, and you're not motivated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I kind of call that like, um, you know, you're not motivated, but there's 1400 things you want to do. That's yeah. like diving in the deep end and seeing if you know how to swim, you know? And then oftentimes so you'll find to out. Do, I got to take a nap. Yeah. exactly yeah and then we feel overwhelmed or we just hate it and we won't Mm -hmm. we won't do any of it right so Mm -hmm. to answer your question I think where I usually start and I'm curious to hear your answer to your question too Mm -hmm. but I usually start with asking someone like okay if you had to narrow your focus and pick one thing that you wanted to work on right and make it so uh, like, okay, let's say it's drinking more water, eating more fruits and vegetables, moving your body more, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, picking any one of those things that you want to work on. What is one tiny baby step that you can create for yourself that you know you can do that you cannot fail and set that goal up for yourself because you will feel mo, mo, you'll be mo, mo motivated, <laughs> mo motivated. <laughs> um, you will feel more motivated. <laughs> 
just oh we just went to the south for a minute. Sorry, we're back now, back yes. in California. Travel back. <laughs> Don't worry, we're here. Um, you will get more motivated as you can like uh, accomplish your goals, right? Or check little things off of your list, no matter how big or small it is. And so, to me, the baby step, like, what is something so tiny that you know you can do without, you know, without fail. Um, so that's usually what I say, but what about you? That's kind of almost exactly what I say actually to a team. <laughs> okay. Cool. I mean, I'm like, you have to make it so easy. There's like no way you couldn't do that. Exactly. You know, like when, when it comes to building motivation and let's say you're, you're, you're like, I want a meal prep, right? That's always my go-to default one because I feel like in Ooh. outside of myself, cause I'm a crazy weird person. Uh, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> But outside of myself, what I really want to say is most people probably find meal prepping really stinking hard. Like, right. That's not easy by any means. And yeah. I can even attest, like, it's, it doesn't rank in my, like, easiest thing to do in my life list. Like, it definitely, I can make it a lot easier <laughs> on myself if I wanted to. Right. Um, but what happens is when, when you're feeling like you want to make a change and it's going to be that easy and you're like, oh, I just, I just don't have the energy to meal prep. I'm like, well what do you have the energy for? It's like, well, I can, mm. I don't know, buy pre-made salads or pre-made stuff. Like there's a Middle Eastern market I went to. I bought a bunch of dolmas, mm. which are those grape re- grape leaves, like wrapped with like whatever oh, inside. Oh, ooh, yeah. And then I got a bunch of uh, chicken shawarma, which is chicken breast. And it was with oh, shawarma spices delightful. and it's already cooked. Mm. And I got a bunch of cucumber salad. And I went home nice. with these three massive containers of stuff already cooked. And I was like, all right. Tupperware, 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 bam! <laughs> yes. Meal preps. I worked, mm-hmm. I did nothing but assemble. It took me ten minutes, from nice. opening everything up to divvying it up to assembling it to closing it up, putting it in the fridge, and throwing everything out. Exactly ten minutes of my time was spent doing that. Nice. And for me, and that's just on my end. That is as easy as gonna get for me. Like that's as yeah. easy as meal prepping can get. It's yeah. making it as easy on yourself as possible and. Thinking to yourself, well, I can go to this. I go to the store anyways. I can buy those things and just assemble them. That's not hard. And you get healthy meals out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. But that brings us to the exercise part of that, right? Because what if that's your goal? Oof. Yes. And exercise is one of those where I feel well, like, anyway, people struggle with it more if there's not like an inherent love or like they Mm -hmm. haven't found like an inherent or not inherent, but like they haven't found a, a type of physical activity or a way to move their body that brings them joy. So, so what would you tell someone who wanted to get more exercise in, but wasn't, and they're not motivated? Mm, That's a good question. I think I'd start with like, what do you do in your life that, that makes you happy, right? Like what are some of your hobbies? It's usually what I start with. So what, what do you enjoy? um, yeah, exactly. What do you enjoy? And mm-hmm. if if it's something that involves movement, awesome. Do it more, right? Mm-hmm. So some people, like when I ask that, they like to garden or they like to... That was the first thing I thought, actually. Yeah? Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, gardening. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, they like to garden. A lot of people like to go to the beach, um, go to a park, you know, whatever, something like that. Um, so capitalize on those is usually what I say. Uh, and if someone, you know, their, their hobbies don't actually enjoy movement, like maybe it is, they really genuinely enjoy TV or audiobooks or podcasts, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a lot of patients actually who only, 
allow themselves to like watch their favorite show or listen to their favorite book or whatever while they're exercising. So Mm. that's what they use as their motivator. Um, but trying to think of things that make you happy, if it incorporates movement, awesome. If it doesn't, how could you bring movement into the equation? Cause if you're yeah. bringing movement in with something you like, you're much more likely to do it versus yeah. if you don't, if that makes sense, but no, it's absolutely true. And I stand by that a hundred percent because yeah, you should do things you enjoy. That's <laughs> yeah. the number one rule of anything in life. Don't do stuff you hate. Right? You won't do it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, you're like, I need to move more. And I say, and this is just hypothetical. I'll never say this. I'm like, well, you should go for a run. And you'd be like, well, I hate running. Then yep. don't run. <laughs> like, don't, don't run. Do it. <laughs> There's so many things you can do. Yeah. I, I so agree with that. Cause if someone gave me that advice, like you must run, I grew up a swimmer, right? Mm-hmm. Swim in water polo. So yeah, like gravity is not my best friend. No, and you can't trip in a pool. Run. That's the best. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Straight up. So, uh, you know, if I were told that like I needed to go for a run every single day and that's it, oh, I think I'd have an issue. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so yeah, it's about finding, like, find the way to move your body that actually makes you happy because you're going to do it more if you enjoy it. And making it realistic that you can do it, like scaling it back, you know, like let's, let's use an example because you said swimming in and like, we're talking with a video chat. So I can definitely see I'm in a pool right now. Uh, (laughs) But let's say for example, you love swimming, but you just haven't been swimming. Right. And you're like, I love swimming, but I haven't been back. You know, I'm not motivated. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're like ashamed of what you're going to look like in a swimsuit or what have Mm -hmm. you, blah, 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 blah. Like, I get it. There's a lot of reasons why people wouldn't want to jump back into a pool, especially after a long time of not doing it. So Mm -hmm. how could we scale that back to a realistic way of going back into the pool and getting more movement back in, especially if you know you like it, but you're, there's so many parameters around it that limits you on what you can do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, especially with swim, honestly, I mm-hmm. feel like it requires so much preparation. Yeah. Get ready. Get in get cold pool, Get out, yeah. clean up, wash your hair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's a process. Exactly. Not like chlorine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, where I would start with that is, okay, great. We found something that you love. How many times a week do you realistically feel like you could work this into your schedule without failing? Usually I recommend like once or twice, like again, making it so small that you know, you can't fail. Uh, and I think to keep in mind too, that it's not something that you have to go do for hours on end. Like, can you Mm -hmm. just, you know, get in the pool for 15, 20 minutes, crushed it, go you, you know? Um, but that's usually where I go with that. What about you? I, I kind of say the same thing. Like, honestly, just mm-hmm. shrink it down to a small amount of time. Obviously, it's a little labor yes. intensive. There's like swimming is kind of a, a extreme example. here. I know. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, let's for the sake of it, though, we're going to keep going with it. But, you know, let's say mm-hmm. you're willing to do the get ready part of this. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know, like, even if you're in the pool for 10 minutes, that's still better than what you would have been doing otherwise, which is a lot of nothing. So exactly at the end of the day. Everything you do counts. Every little thing you do towards your health is beneficial. And it is recognizing that, yeah, little baby steps, regardless of what they look like, are still better than nothing at all. Yes. Yes. And you can even be like, well, I'm not ready yet. Like, okay, well, can you march in place while you watch commercials on TV? Ooh, good. Watch TV, but maybe you just get up on the commercials and you have to march around your house until the TV stops playing commercials. And if you don't get commercials... You're going to have to find another way to incorporate that because I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't have cable. It's like, all right, well, find another way because there's definitely things you can do. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. I think that's so good. 
But the other aspect of this, which I think is probably even more important, is where it falls on your priority list in life. Ooh, mm-hmm. because motivation's one thing, but do you even prioritize it to become motivated for something? You have to kind of make something a priority. And yeah. if you're not prioritizing eating well or moving more or doing these healthy behavior changes that we encourage, you're mm-hmm. likely not going to be successful if you're not putting it up in the top three. Because I, I love to ask people this question in class because you get some wild lists, but I'm like, name your top five priorities in life, right? What are your top five? doesn't matter what they are. What are they? Just tell me five. Okay. And you get it all over the place. You can put something like family, religion, this, and list all these things. And Mm -hmm. I look at it and go, all right, yeah, family, religion, work, school, you know, this, that, like, where's healthy eating? Where's, where's exercise? And like, well, that, because I, I shared my list one time and I like the first three, I don't need to give you the five, but the first three was like nutrition, exercise, family. And they're like, mm. so wait, you put nutrition and exercise above your husband? And I'm like, yes, because if I die, then he don't got a wife no more. Like that's what's happening. So <laughs> like, yes, yes. Or if you don't prioritize. Yourself. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or if you don't prioritize your health, then, you know, he's going to have to take steps to maybe help you in other ways if some you know what i mean like if something happened so that's good Mm -hmm. that's really good it's especially prevalent in the caretaker type of people we the people who like to take care of other people we put ourselves out there we tend to neglect our own health as a result of this like i i very much sympathize with caretaker types i'm very much that kind of person yeah and you know when you put all of your energy into everyone else in your sphere you lose energy mm-hmm. for yourself. And so that's where your motivation might be squashed as a result of you expending everything you have for everyone else. But you have to think about it long term. You're there mm-hmm. for them now. Yeah. But if you're not taking care of yourself now, how are you still going to be there for them in the next 30 years? Right? Yeah. Or are they going to be taking care of you instead? And do you want that? Because likelihood yeah. is you don't. It's true. It's true. That's so true. I that so resonates because, especially because I think when you are a caretaker person, you are so naturally used to throwing yourself on the back burner. So mm-hmm. not only do you feel like your motivation is probably low, but it feels unnatural at that yeah. point to even like prioritize you for even 20 minutes or less, you know? Yeah. No, definitely. And great success comes from putting yourself first. And, you know, at the end of the day... True. I always like to say it, it's okay to be a little selfish from time to time. And this is one of those times where a little selfish is a-okay, hunky-dory. Absolutely. And the reason why that's okay is because literally no one else can move your body for you. No one mm-hmm. else can put healthy food in your mouth or make sure you drink water or like reduce your stress, whatever, Mm-mm. right? So to get those things in there, we have to be. We have to prioritize ourselves or at least that piece, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to make sure that we're getting in the things or doing the things that we need to be. Exactly. So, you know, with, with the wrap up of the motivation is to kind of summarize, mm-hmm. you have to start doing it. You have to start making those steps and make them doable. Mm-hmm. Like make those steps so easy, like as easy as you can make them for yourself. You have to meet yourself where you are at. Where you're at and your motivation is where you're at and no one else will compare to that. And you have to find where you're at and meet yourself there. And if you're like, I have like none, then you meet yourself at none. Okay. Yep. None plus yep. one, just a little bit extra. Uh, <laughs> but you Love know, that. do do what you can. 
don't knock yourself if you don't succeed because that's another element that can squash motivation. It's, well, I failed. I can't do yeah. anything. It's like, no, you try again. Good. You, you know, you get mm-hmm. off the horse, you get back on the horse, right? Like that the whole statement is there for a reason. So, yeah. Yep. But that's really good. Yeah. Prioritize it. You know, and if you, if it isn't, how can you, right? How can you put yourself first? Because again, yeah. how are you going to be there for everyone else if you're not there for yourself? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And especially like writing that if you feel like your motivation is low, don't feel like you need to go out there and ace all the things under the health umbrella at one time, you know, focus on one thing at a time, because that's definitely going to be when you succeed, even at those little baby steps, one step at a time, it's going to help increase your motivation over time. As opposed to feeling like you're drowning, you know? Exactly. And motivation doesn't stay low forever. So that's the upside. You could always build it back up. Exactly. Exactly. So good. Well, it's about that time. Aw. Rats. (laughs) I know. It ends ends so fast. It's so quick. It does. It goes quick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh with that being said uh thank you all for listening make sure you like share subscribe um share this with your friends you know you're always welcome to let people know about this podcast if you're watching on youtube feel free to comment below um but until next time everybody bye guys bye